Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome back, Buffalo Bills fans. It's Matt Warren, Editor-in-Chief at BuffaloRumlinks.com and the host of Buffalo Rumlinks Q&A on the Buffalo Rumlinks Podcast Network. Please send in your questions for next week's episode at 716-508-0405. You can leave a voicemail or text using 716-508-0405. You can send us emails, BuffaloRumlinks at SBNation.com. Twitter is at rumblings q and a with the word and spelled out in the middle you can leave us facebook or instagram messages as well and those will make their way to me um, in addition to the other ways you can get a hold of the show we are at buffalo bills training camp our summer is mostly over uh, our our dead time is mostly over stuff is going to start happening again um, because of the covid restrictions we won't know a lot about it uh, because the reporters are under very strict guidelines as to what they can and can't say. Uh, so we won't know who's taking first team reps at left guard. We won't know who's taking uh, first team reps at really any of the uh, training camp position battles because of the limitations that reporters are are, are under. But once we get you know uh, fans at practice, which is going to happen three times over the course of the next few weeks, um, we'll get some of that information to start to leak out. So very much looking forward to uh, training camp getting back underway, getting some highlights, uh, getting to see uh, the Bills players in their helmets and, uh, and and some preseason games for the first time in a couple of years with a renewed <laughs> appreciation for preseason games. Uh, the question I'm back from vacation. Uh, I spent a week in uh, Virginia, and that's why we had the Ask Me Anything drop into your feeds last week. Um, and today... We've got uh, a bunch of those questions from that Ask Me Anything chat um, to preview Buffalo Bills training camp. Uh, we had lots of Buffalo Bills questions dropped in there uh, in addition to the Ask Me Anything questions dropped in there. So uh, we're going to get through those today to preview uh, Buffalo Bills training camp. Before I do that, I just wanted to recommend uh, Bruce Nolan's uh, The Bruce Exclusive Musical that came out last week. Um, I didn't get to listen to it until over the weekend, uh, but you should definitely go check out that very uh, unique podcast. Uh, Bruce and his wife end up singing a bunch of songs uh, about what it was like being a Bills fan over the last couple uh, decades. So it's a very, very interesting um, little podcast over on the Buffalo Rumblings feed, uh, the Bruce exclusive musical. Go check it out. Our first question, again, comes from... Uh, the Ask Me Anything comments over at buffalorumlings.com, and it's from Bill Money. Uh, my thinking was Mitch Trubisky coming over from Chicago at a discount would learn the playbook under Brian Dable, then could follow him to a new team, and he could hit the ground running as a starter. What do you think 
Could that happen? Uh, absolutely, that could happen. It reminds me of any given Sunday with Willie Beeman uh, kind of bursting onto the scene and then leaving and going and signing with his uh, head coach uh, to take over that um, expansion franchise in that movie. It, um, yeah, it makes a ton of sense that that would happen. I mean, Trubisky came to work with Brian Dable, to work with Josh Allen, to kind of rehabilitate his image so that next year he could hit the ground running as a starter somewhere. And I think that's um, you know very, very possible. Um, you know, the worst case scenario for the Bills is that Trubisky actually plays. And for Trubisky... If he does play, obviously that'll be a tryout for the rest of the league. But if he doesn't play, it's a trap for Dable and um, and the Bills to a lesser extent, but really for Dable. And so if he can come in and play really well in practice, do the things you're talking about, uh, it's a great, great opportunity for him to land with Brian Dable or even somebody that Brian Dable knows next year, depending on what team Dable ends up coaching a year from now. But Dable's got a very extensive coaching tree um, that he's been a part of. I mean, even the Patriots could be looking for a guy like Mitchell Trubisky next year. Or, um, you know, just a lot of teams could be looking for that. And so uh, it, it certainly works in his favor if he has a good season of practice. But again, you know, best case scenario for us is that he never sees the field. Um, so thanks for that question over in our comments at buffalorumblings.com. Chuck Wagon asks us about special teams. When the 2021 season has concluded, who will be the leader or leaders in kickoff and punt returns for the Bills? I think it's Isaiah McKenzie. Uh, he's got the inside track right now. Based on what reporters have been hinting at from minicamp and spring practices, he's been the lead dog at that position. Um, and Rashad Wild Goose or you know any of the other contenders haven't really been able to put a dent into his lead there. Um, could something happen in training camp in the preseason? Sure, um, a, a fumble by Isaiah McKenzie in one of those preseason games could really upend the apple cart there, but I think he has the inside track to the jobs and um, you know could be a really important factor for the Bills in 2021. I'm not here to say that he's going to be better than... Um, than Andre Roberts was because Andre Roberts was a pro bowler. Um, McKenzie had that one return for a touchdown um, in the 2020 season, which obviously was a highlight real play, but I don't know if you can do that you know, in every game in, um, in a season. So uh, I don't think, you know, Marquez Stevenson was a guy I was thinking uh, might end up doing that uh, when they drafted him, but uh, he's clearly behind McKenzie right now. So Isaiah McKenzie is, you know, at least at this point, the right answer. Thanks for your question, Chuck Wagon. Uh, Buffalo Maha says, who do you think is better, Moss or Singletary? So we're going into the running back competition. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily who I think is better. Um, I think they're both going to get significant carries, significant snaps. Uh, they really are 1A and 1B. Uh, they, they, they go with the hot hand. They go with you know who can give them the best chance at that moment in time. I think Moss is able to put his shoulder down and get a yard where Singletary dances and loses a yard sometimes. Uh, but at, at the same time, if if Singletary can you know shimmy and shake and gain an extra two yards where Moss just puts his head down and gets back to the line of scrimmage, that all evens out. And so 
I mean, I, I'm hoping that one of them can take the next step, literally and figuratively, uh, in the 2021 season. I think Moss had a better 2021 20 season than Singletary did. Um, he hit Singletary had a great rookie year and then took a step back in his second year. Moss had a pretty good rookie year, and we'll see how he does in his second season. But um, I, it just go, goes to show you back again, I don't know if you necessarily need to spend a third-round pick on running backs. I don't know if they're going to differentiate themselves from fifth and sixth and seventh-round running backs the way that other position groups do between third-rounders and late-rounders. So it, it really goes back to that fundamental question of you know how valuable is a running back worth or a regular quote-unquote running back worth in the middle rounds of the draft. I I'm going to lean more towards Moss just because of what we saw last year. Uh, but of course, everything can change in an offseason, especially, you know, if, you know, say Moss was in the NFL's you know, uh, food prep program, um, body conditioning program, um, only after he was drafted by the Bills. And so it wasn't, wasn't until April, May last year that he got into that. So in a complete offseason for him, you know, could completely transform his body. Um, we already saw Devin Singletary show pictures of his completely transformed body because his second offseason was under COVID protocols and he wasn't able to even be in the building. So really, maybe we're going to see that physical jump from him between his second and third season because of all the COVID stuff that happened last offseason. He wasn't able to be in the building for that first full offseason. So it's a really intriguing competition. But both of them are going to get snaps, so it really doesn't matter who's going to end up winning the competition, um, as you asked. It just, they're both going to get a bunch of snaps, like 45% or 48% each, and you know a couple of cleanup snaps from Matt Breida, and then, of course, all the snaps that they don't have a running back on the field at all. So thanks for your question over at buffalorumblings.com. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back after the commercial and uh, get the rest of your questions. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. 
Questions including what are we missing when we work remotely or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the future of work, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Prop G Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, we're back. I wanted to point you over to buffalorumblings.com. If you scroll down past the collection of articles at the very top of the page, you will see the collected hub for training camp. Just click on that. You can get all of our training camp coverage, whether it's position battle previews, uh, roster previews. We looked at every player on the roster heading into training camp, well, every position group on the roster with all the players uh, heading into camp. We talked about... uh, some players with a lot to lose and players with a lot to gain in training camp. Really all of our uh, training camp previews are all over there at buffalorumblings.com and our continuing coverage is going to be in that training camp hub as well. So go check that out. Back to the questions in our Ask Me Anything chat feature for the Buffalo Bills. Canadian Bills fan asks, I've had a lot of non-Bills fans point out that they think the Bills just went through the same learning curve that the Chiefs went through a few years back when they lost to the Patriots in the AFC Championship game and as a result are calling the Bills the favorite to win the AFC, with one Dolphins fan calling us Super Bowl favorites. Many of those same people are calling Josh Allen the favorite to win the MVP this year. What's your take on both of these? Are these overly lofty expectations or a sign to football fans in general the Bills have arrived? Um, I don't know if I'd call them the favorites. They haven't proven they can beat an upper echelon AFC team yet. So I'm, you know, I'm very interested in how they're going to try and beat the Chiefs because they found two different ways to get blown out by the Chiefs in 2020. So they have to take that next step. Um, the Bills went through this in the late 80s uh, when they went to the AFC Championship game and lost, but eventually got back. Uh, we saw the Chiefs do it. It's it's a normal progression, but it's also not the only direction that they could go. I mean, look at what you know the the Jaguars got to the AFC Championship game a couple of years ago. The Titans got to the AFC Championship game and then fell off. Maybe they're going to be back this year. They've got a really talented team um, and roster, but like it's just not the only way that it can go. And I, I see the parallels between the Bills and the Chiefs from a few years ago, but that doesn't mean they're going to take the same path. And so, you know, the Bills could definitely fall apart a little bit this year um, if, you know, things don't go their way. I think everything went their way last year outside of that really random Tennessee Titans COVID outbreak that you know, screwed up their season a little bit in the middle there. But, you know, they... They had a bunch of fourth-quarter comebacks. Um, Even the game they lost against the Cardinals, they had a fourth-quarter comeback um, where Stephon Diggs caught that beautiful touchdown that nobody remembers because DeAndre Hopkins, um, you know, posterized the Bills' defensive backs. But, you know, they had a lot of games where they won from behind. They had a lot of single-score games that they won. Uh, That Rams game, they used a a pass interference flag, or I can't remember what the actual flag was, but it was a, a... a flag that extended their final drive on fourth down. I mean, a lot of things went the Bills' way last year, and we can't always count on all of the breaks going towards the Bills. So um, 
Do I think they're Super Bowl favorites? No, they have to prove they can beat the Chiefs for that. Do I think that they're AFC East favorites? Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I think that they'll make noise in the playoffs, but they just have to prove that they can beat those teams, that they can provide enough of a pass rush to disrupt Patrick Mahomes, that they can provide enough coverage of Tyreek Hill and those speedy Chiefs receivers to to be able to compete with the Kansas City Chiefs going forward. So thank, uh, as far as Josh Allen and MVP, I forgot that that was the second question here. Um, I, I don't know if he's the favorite to win the MVP. I thought he had an outstanding season last year. And if Aaron Rodgers didn't have, you know, a career year at whatever age he is, 36, 37, then, um, then Allen would have won the MVP. So, I mean, he certainly can do that. And we, we've seen Patrick Mahomes be near the top of MVP voting for several years. I think working in Allen's favor is the narrative from when he came out that he was you know, trash and people want to root for him to show everybody up. And the people that were wrong want him to prove that he was really, really good in 2020 and can still be really, really good in 2021. And that'll get him the votes. But of course it comes down to you know, everyone else. If Mahomes comes out and throws for you know, I don't know, 1,500 touchdowns this year, it's not going to be easy for Josh Allen. So it's not just, you know, within Allen. I think he's going to put up, you know, really good numbers. Um, we'll see if he can sustain that success. I think he can. Um, I think he certainly will have the numbers to be in that conversation, um, just like Aaron Rodgers does pretty much every year, just like, you know, Mahomes does pretty much every year. I don't think he's going to be a Lamar Jackson that, you know, falls back to earth. Uh, but we'll see. I don't know. When you arrive, that doesn't mean you're in the conversation every single year for MVP and for the Super Bowl. That just means that you can compete year in and year out. And I think the Bills are there. So thanks for that question, Canadian Bills fan. Yeha Asker asks us, what would you have liked the Bills to do differently this offseason, particularly at the draft with free agents, but other aspects are welcome as well? Well, I wanted them to add a cornerback, too, that could run with the Chiefs receivers, as we talked about. The Bills upgraded their pass rush. Um, it might not happen until the end of this season or into next season when Greg Russo and uh, Boogie Basham and even A.J. Epinesa can really take their game to the next level as pass rushers. Um, but I wanted them to improve a cornerback. Um, Taron Johnson and Levi Wallace both struggled against the Chiefs last year. I wanted to see an improvement at that position. Instead, um, I think they may have gotten worse at the cornerback position. Uh, they traded Josh Norman out and brought in uh, Rashad Wild Goose as you know, a drafted player from, I think, the sixth round of the 2021 NFL draft. And, I mean, Norman wasn't great, don't get me wrong, but... He was an experienced NFL veteran who could anticipate what was going to happen. And, you know, so I I wanted to see them upgrade at cornerback. And I don't think and they certainly did not do that. And I think they may have downgraded at cornerback. Levi Wallace is steady. Taron Johnson is you know, mostly steady. He had a little bit of an up and down 2020. But um, I, I don't know if they did enough at that position to get better. And I I know I've been banging that drum all offseason um, sometimes to, you know, the chagrin of some Buffalo Bills fans, but I mean, that's what I would have done differently. I would have had them add a cornerback to somewhere. And maybe they were waiting for 
training camp to roll around to sign Richard Sherman. And then the whole thing came out with Richard Sherman, whatever. I don't know if that would have been an upgrade either necessarily. Um, Sherman is definitely past his prime. So that's what I would have done differently this offseason. Add a second cornerback somewhere. Uh, maybe it was, you know, the second round of the draft when they took Boogie Basham. Maybe they should have taken a cornerback there. I don't know. But at some point, they should have addressed that position other than just re-signing Levi Wallace. Thanks for your question over at buffalorumblings.com. The cold front. Colt throws out a question. Who do you think is the Bills' diamond in the rough? The player that will be the most positively surprising this season. I'm actually going to go back to that cornerback well, and I'm going to say it's either Dane Jackson or Cam Lewis. Uh, One of those two guys is going to step up in a big way in 2021, and I'm looking forward to it. And they're going to have the opportunity to do it because I don't think Levi Wallace or Taron Johnson are going to have you know, the death grip on their positions. I think one of those two guys is going to get a shot to really prove who they are. Um, I, I can't really call uh, Dawson Knox a diamond in the rough as a former third-round pick, um, but he's a guy that I'm hoping is positively surprising this season to kind of backdoor answer that question as well. Um, he's not a diamond in the rough, but he's a guy that I'm really, really hopeful will be positively surprising in 2021. Thanks for your question. The cold front. Buff Bob asks us, does Christian Wade have a real shot to make the roster and what would he need to do in camp? No, I don't think he has a real shot to make the roster. He has another year of the International Pathway Program. Uh, So they have a free practice squad spot for him. Uh, He would have to outplay every running back on the Bills roster, not named Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, in order to make the team. And I just don't think he has the you know, deep football knowledge that he would need to get there. Um, you know, he would be asked to play special teams. He would be asked to pass block. He would be asked to do a lot of things that he's never done before. Like, sure, he is electric with the ball in his hands. He can see lanes. He can make cuts. He's super athletic, obviously. But it's the other stuff, the running routes and being where you're supposed to be, uh, being able to do pass protection and change plays at the line, uh, and change protections at the line. Uh, being able to you know, be your 111th on a special teams unit is just not something that he's ever had to do before the last couple of years. So I, I don't think he has a realistic shot to make the team. And um, that's why I answer that question whenever I get a chance to do it, because a lot of folks do think he has a shot to make the team. And I want to make it clear that it's not just because he's not talented with the ball in his hands. He certainly is. But it's you know, the other stuff that goes into it that is um, a little bit more problematic for a guy that's only been playing football for a couple of years. Gakpo asks us about Tommy Sweeney, who missed the 2020 season. Living in the Boston area, I have seen Sweeney a bunch in college. He seemed to click with Josh early on. Do you feel he is worth another look as a player on the Sunday roster, or is his value more as a trading piece? I don't think he has any value as a trading piece. So his, you know, if, he, if you're asking an either-or question, um, his higher value is to try and play his way onto the Sunday roster. I think he's going to make the team as um, the tight end position is super thin this year for the Buffalo Bills. Um, With Dawson Ox and Jacob Hollister, they need another tight end. And I think that Tommy Sweeney is going to be that guy. Uh, He's fully healthy by all reports, uh, which we're very thankful for. And so, yeah, I'm 
I think Tommy Sweeney is going to make the roster, and I think that's where his most value lies. Thanks for your question. I ran through some of those really quick, uh, but I wanted to make sure I got everybody's questions answered uh, for this week's episode before training camp kicks off. As always, you can leave your questions for next week's episode now that we'll be into training camp and eventually the preseason. Uh, voicemail line 716-508-0405. You can tweet us at rumblingsqna with the word and spelled out in the middle. Email buffalorumblings at sbnation.com. You can send us questions on Facebook or Instagram as well. Those will make their way to me. Please, please, please get your questions in. It's way more fun to answer a bunch of questions from you all and to really highlight all the different parts of the Buffalo Bills roster. So get those questions in. Go over to buffalorumblings.com. Check out all of our coverage of training camp. And go Bills.